First of all, today the governor made an announcement that you can open camps, day camps. And many people turned to us, you're going to have camps, you're not going to have camps. I camped this year, this summer. I have an answer for you. The answer is maybe. We don't know yet. Tomorrow they're supposed to give out the guidelines and every day changes so many things that you really don't know. Today, at least, we don't know what it's going to be. But God willing, by next week, we will be forced to make a decision one way or another. But today, I want to speak to you about the Kineret, not the Corona, but the Kineret. The Kineret is the Sea of Galilee in Israel. This year, the Kineret, the water level of the Kineret is very high. Any Israeli, anywhere in the world, even his four years in Alaska, will know if the Kinneret is low or high. There is something about that, it cannot be explained. It's an emotional connection to the Kinneret. There is even a website that you can check every given moment what is the level of the water in the Kinneret. This year was a lot of rains, floods in Israel, destroyed. Uh, I mean, roads and houses and businesses and cost lives. Everybody goes around with a smile. You hear the Kinneret is so high, it's almost by the highest level. Doesn't make a difference what happened. It's all about the Kinneret. What is it about that? And even the amount of water that the Kinneret today is producing for, to Israel is between 2 and 4%. That's it. Desalination water, and there is many other resources. Then it's really, from a practical point of view, there is nothing to get excited about. But there's something romantic about it. It's all because also started because years ago, 50 years ago, Israel was dependent on the water that came from the Kinneret. That was everything. That's how we had what to drink. And if the Kinneret is, in, if there is a drought, if the Kinneret doesn't have water, nobody has what to drink. Because in Israel, droughts is a common thing. Throughout history, from biblical times, since, since, since Israel exists, we read in the Parsha of this week, this week we would be in the synagogue, we would read two Parshas, Be'ar and Bechukotai. We would be completing the third book from the books of Moses, Leviticus, Vaikra. It's already more than one book that we did while not reading in a synagogue. The synagogues are closed. God willing, soon enough, we'll be able to return. Then in Parshat Be'ar, right in the beginning, God promises that if we will observe the sabbatical year, the Shemitah, we will sit safely in the land. Says Rashi, what means safely? It will not be a drought. We will be, we'll have enough water to drink, enough water for, for the land to, to, to grow everything. Then there is stories in the Talmud. The Talmud gives us details how the Jewish people dealt with the drought. Everybody knows the song, Avinu Malkeinu. Avinu Malkeinu. All the holidays, everybody knows. This song comes from a story about Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva lived 2,000 years ago. Just two days ago, we celebrated Lag Baomer that has to do with Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva was, it was once a drought in Israel and the community came together. It was a fast day. They made it a special day to fast and to pray to God 
for rain. And they got together and they and came up to the podium. Who was the chazan? It was not Gary Isikov that time. It was Rabbi Eliezer the Great, very, very famous rabbi. Rabbi Eliezer Agadol, the great one. And he recited 24 blessings that are especially made for a drought, to ask from God for, for rain. And nothing happened. Then he went off the, the bimeh, and Rabbi Akiva came up. And he said, he started like this, Avinu Malkeinu, do it for your sake. Avinu Malkeinu, our father, our king, Evrachmones on us. And it started to rain. When the rabbi saw how this Ovinu Malkeinu thing, the approach to God with this word, our father, our king, is so effective, they put it in the prayers of the high holidays. That's one story that happened 2,000 years ago. 200 years before that, it was a rabbi with the name Choni Amegel. Why is he called Choni Amegel? Choni is his name. Meagel means the circle maker. The story goes, that in his time was again a drought. You see, a drought in Israel is not a new thing. Every five years, there's another drought. Then Choni Amegel, they came to him after three years of a drought. And they told him, Choni, you have to pray for us. He was a very righteous man. He prayed, and nothing happened. That he walked out to the center of the city, he made a circle, and he turned to God and he said like this, God, your children came to me, I should pray on their behalf because I am closer, I'm like a, like a member of your family, of your household, of God's household. I swear in the holy name of God that I will not move out of this circle until it's beginning to rain, until it's raining. And it started to go a little drops, just a little bit. The disciples told them, Rabbi, God just gives you drops to make sure you can leave the circle. If not, you'll never leave. Well, that's not really what... And Honey turned to God and he says, God, please, your kids need rain, not drops. And it started to pour with buckets. Like this afternoon, we had this, this storm here, and much worse than that, they were afraid everything would be destroyed. But Honey turned to God and he says, God, your, God, your kids cannot get too much good either. Too much good is also not good. You give a child ice cream, if he eats so much, he gets a stomachache and he throws up everything. Then it started to rain, go in a, the rain go in a normal way. These are two stories how two rabbis dealt with the problem of rain. They prayed to God, they swore, they were fasting. Then we see a story that's brought, this is in the Talmud. The Zohar, the Bible of the Kabbalah that was written by Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, the author of the Zohar, who is the Yorzeit of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, was two days ago, like Baomer. In the Zohar, there is an interesting story. Once the disciples came to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and told them there is a drought. We need, we need something. We need, need to do something about it. Instead of praying, he did something else. He said a, a speech, a Dvar Torah, and one verse. Ine matov ma, we all know the song. The song. Ine matov shevet, right? Every Jew knows it. It's a verse from the Book of Psalms. What the verse says, in Ematov, how good is it? Umanaim, how pleasant is it? Shevet Achim, when brothers are sitting, gam yachad, they're sitting together. That Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai said, what does this mean? He says, you know, in the Bible, we know that was in top of the Ark of the Covenant, 
when they build the ark, they build in the top two cherubs, two faces of babies made out of gold, and they're supposed to be looking at each other, facing each other. It says, what means friendship? When you look each other in the eyes. The relationship between God and the Jewish people, said Rabbi Shimon is like a husband and a wife. When a husband and a wife are in love, they look each other in the eyes. When they turn the face the other direction, it means they're not in love. It says now, God is turned the, the face on the Jewish people, therefore it's, it's a drought. But sit here, we are going to correct it. Today, God will look back in the eyes of his wife, the Jewish people. How? When we will sit together and we will look in each other's eyes, into, 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 into each other. Look in the faces, look at another person. And the Rebbe pointed out the difference in Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Rabbi Akiva was the teacher of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. He prayed, he made everybody fasting, and they cried out to God, and then God, God answered the prayers. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai gave us a prescription. He, came, he, the, he revealed the Zohar, he revealed the inside part, the mystical part of the Torah, the Kabbalah, that Hasidus counselment. He says, don't cry, don't fast, just do something that will make you deserve it. Be nice to your friend. Look him, face, look him in his face. See his needs. Let's look each other in, uh, to our, uh, look at each other. Let's look each other in the eyes. That's what he was saying. And, I, and the Rebbe, every time, when it used to be, God forbid, a tragedy in Chabad or in general, always the Rebbe said one thing. The problem is because we are not united because you don't love each other. He never said because you, we speak in the middle of the davening. He never said it's because we don't learn enough Torah or because we don't give enough charity. He says we don't love each other. That's a prescription. Now, Geshem in Hebrew, rain, rain is called Geshem. Geshem doesn't mean just rain. Geshem means Gashmiut. Everything materialistic, everything physical, livelihood, health, everything is under the same umbrella of the word Geshem. Gashmiot. Whenever we need Geshem, whenever we need rain, physical, material things, blessings from God, the prescription that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai gave us is very simple. Shevet Achim Gamiachat. Let's get together. Let's look each other in the eyes. Let's care for each other. Let's smile to each other. God will smile to us. God will look in our eyes, and then He will give us the blessings. And this week, actually, was many people already saw it, an interesting article in the New York Times about the plasma donations. Anybody who recovers from, recovered from COVID-19 has in his body, the developed in his body the antibodies that can fight the sickness. That's why he recovered. Then they asked from people, the doctors reached out to people who, who recovered from the sickness, they should donate blood to give the plas take out the plasma in the blood and to give it to patients who are sick and cannot fight and don't have the strength to fight the sickness on their own. There was an Israeli doctor in New York who reached out to the Hasidic community, and he asked them if they would be kind enough to donate, after they recovered, to donate the plasma and the blood to other people. 12,000 people registered willingly to go to donate blood. It was so many people that the system was overwhelmed. All the blood banks in New York were overwhelmed. They couldn't accommodate so many donors. There is some Jews who went to Delaware to donate blood. There are others who went to uh, Eastern Pennsylvania. 
from all over, they went all over where they could. And when they were asked, why are you doing it? They said, we feel that God gave us, it's a miracle that we recovered. God gave us a gift of life. We want to share this gift with other people. The gift of life with others. That's called looking each other in the eyes. And that's what it's all about. And God gave us the prescription. Now we're all trying to get rid of this COVID-19, to get rid of it. Some people pray. That's, that's one of the ways to do things, saying Psalms. But the ultimate prescription that we got from Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, that is your side, was just two days ago. It says, guys, when it's going to be Shevet Achim Gam Yachad, when we will look each other in the eyes, God will look on us, and he will give us the blessing. He will give us health. He'll give us a good economy. He'll give us rain. We have plenty here. He'll give us everything that we need, as long as we are nice to each other. And now we'll ask our wonderful cantor, Hazen, to lead us with Inema Tov Umanaim.